welcome to the Way to Wellness podcast and our series, Essential Wellness Tips and Tidbits in 10 Minutes or Less. The idea is to give you some information that you can use in a short time and get on with your day. I'm Angela Shack, the founder of Way to Wellness, and our topic today is humor and health. I recently took part in an improv workshop at the urging of a friend. Friends are always urging us to do things that are a little outside of our comfort zone, but I'm glad I did. Even though my list of attributes would have not included being funny, I did want to go ahead and give it a try and just see what it was about. Not only was it a lot of fun, it also reminded me of the value of humor when it comes to our health and our overall wellness. It also reminded me of a story I heard many years ago about a journalist named Norman Cousins. He wrote a book titled, Anatomy of an Illness as Perceived by the Patient. This was after his struggle with a terrible inflammatory disease that the doctor had told him had a pretty low rate of recovery. He found that to be true as he tried various different medications, mainly painkillers, and had minimal results. So he took it upon himself and set himself up in a hotel room, agreeing to still be monitored by his physician, and began taking large doses of vitamin C and equally large amounts of laughter. He watched Marx Brothers movies and episodes of Candid Camera. For those who remember that show, it is quite a funny show. And through all of the laughter, he found that gradually his symptoms began to decrease. They were able to record some of the improvement by keeping track of his red blood cell counts, which of course is an indication of the amount of inflammation in the body. Over time, it dropped from a very high level to almost normal as his condition continued to improve. Luckily, Cousins lived another 26 years until he died of heart failure in 1990. I do like one of his quotes, Party laughter is a good way to jog internally without having to go outdoors. I think that most people would agree that laughter improves your mental well-being. But over the years, there have been a number of studies that show that laughter also induces a number of physical changes. It has both short-term and long-term effects. For instance, a short-term effect may be that it enhances your intake of oxygen, so that stimulates your organs, your heart, your lungs, your muscles. And it also gives you a boost of endorphins, which we know will decrease your release of cortisol, and that's your stress hormone, so it's been found to reduce the stress response as well and create a more relaxed feeling. All in all, it's great for tension because it stimulates circulation and muscle relaxation and some of those physical symptoms of stress. And laughter isn't just a quick pick-me-up. It's also good for long-term in that it has found to improve your immune system, not just from when Cousins was doing his research, but there's been studies that show that it promotes the release of white blood cells which is critical in your immune system. Also, it creates positive thoughts. We know positive thoughts release those feel-good hormones, and 
when we're in those situations, it's helpful to fight off some of the negative effects of illness. Another long-term effect is that laughter eases pain by causing, again, the production of those endorphins and some natural painkillers. And of course, laughter increases connection with others. We know that it's easier to cope with difficult situations when we're connected to people and feel supported in a positive way. Overall, that improves mood. Many people who have experienced depression, oftentimes as a result of chronic illness, can turn to laughter to help lessen the depression and anxiety and feel happier and be able to cope a little bit better with those physical symptoms. So let's talk about how you can build your own laughter first aid kit and bring more humor and hopefully more health into your life. Start by finding a place in your home where you can keep your funny magazines and books or comedy videos so that you'll have them on hand when you need a little humor boost. If you have an opportunity, go to a comedy club. If you can't get out right now, you can always go online and look for the mini joke websites that they have available. Of course, the connection is so important, so try to create opportunities where you can spend time with friends who make you laugh. Of course, you can even share some of your funny stories or jokes when you're with them. We do need to keep in mind that we're not laughing at the expense of others. Our intent is to create a positive atmosphere that everyone can benefit from. There's even laughter yoga, where people practice laughter in a group setting. Now, I know it may seem like the laughter is a little forced at first, but once you get laughter going, it soon turns into a spontaneous and authentic laughter. This not only creates a fun atmosphere, but it has those physical benefits of strengthening your diaphragm and the breathing that increases your oxygen in your bloodstream. Or, like I did, Think about joining an improv workshop or class. If the research isn't convincing enough for you, simply just take note of how you feel when you're laughing. I bet you'll agree that laughter really is the best medicine for many things. If you're looking for some sites to get more information, there's one that I came across when I was exploring this topic, and I found it particularly interesting and it has some of the more up-to-date studies on laughter and the benefits. The site is Laugh Off Life. I'll put it in the show notes. One of the quotes on that site is, We don't laugh because we're happy. We're happy because we laugh. By William James. So we'll end on that positive note. Thank you for listening today, and keep the laughter going.